welcome back to a freshly squeezed episode of the Flowscape Podcast. There is so much to talk about today. Crazy Game 7s, coach firings, no pun intended, the Ottawa Marijuanas. It is knocking futs. Uh, but before we check in with the boys, quick format update for any new listener. Uh, every episode, you will always get me, and it will always be a consistent rotation of either Spencer, Mason, and AJ, sometimes two, sometimes one. Sometimes there's fun for everyone. Uh, we never know. Um, so, um, and obviously when I go play in Israel this summer, I will be bringing the podcast set up with me and we will be bringing you tons of content, including YouTube videos, uh, tons of interviews. It's going to be absolutely national league when I am over there. That being said, there is no time to waste with me today is Spencer and AJ. So let's check in with the pals and we will go to you first. AJ, what is going on, buddy? Not much. It's finally, uh, warm for several days in a row. It was in the seventies today. So we were just doing stuff outside. I'm sure the weather and, uh, whitefish is getting pretty nice. Yeah. All the boats are out now. So got to figure out how to are buy either a boat. Of you two, are either of you two golfing? Are you golfing Spencer? Steve? I haven't we'll, we'll been just, yet. We'll just check in with Spencer. AJ is not golfing. We'll check in with Spencer. Spencer, are you golfing? No. It, so we got progressively hotter and saw some sun, but now we're back to rain this week. So golf courses dried out maybe last week. So I might play Thursday, but we'll see. Now we, we have to discuss it real quick just because it happened. And um, I did have my best ever round yesterday. I shot a 78. Um, we need to discuss the factors because I need to be honest about all the factors. So that every AJ, AJ, he texts me. He goes, I drove the green. It's a par four. It was 250. Oh, I know. He yards. told me that no. he was playing from like the freaking whites. No, no, no. It was... <laughs> I was like, I can't even pull my driver out the, on no, that. No, I'm no, no. Three wood. The par four, it was not 254 yards. I, like I said, <laughs> it, it was up. It was uphill. It was probably playing 280, 285. That being said, it is summer. Spring spring golf in Texas, the ball will run. That being said, here are all the factors. Hadn't played in two weeks, so I said, fuck it, I'm playing from the whites. I'm not dealing with that bullshit. Other thing, it is a municipal course, so it's not very hard. It was like a last-minute tee time, so not really other than bunkers. There's no really challenges if you keep your ball in play. Um, that being said... I did not know this. It is going under renovation in October. So a lot of the tee boxes were moved forward, moved to different sides. Like they were angle. I've played the course before and I was hitting off, like hitting off tee boxes at angles that I was like, this is weird and much easier. I will be honest. So there is that factor as well. But those are the only factors. And I did live and die. I did take two mulligans, one on the front, one on the back. That is... Um, when I first started playing golf, that is the main rule that I live and die by that I learned from Spencer sitting here himself. Those are all the factors played from the whites, not a hard course to begin with being renovated in October. So it made it even easier. Did you use a remote control putter? How'd you, fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm calling into question the, these T boxes. I, I, think, I think that it's probably a par 65. It, it, again, we we won't. I, I don't know what it turned that. it into. The, uh, the longest, though, I will I will be honest. The longest hole was a par five at five thirty five. That was the longest hole of the day. So yeah, it's that's it, yeah, it's a decent sized par five. Yeah, it, the, and I will also be honest. The longest par three was one fifty on the dot. 
So there, there wasn't any par threes. I wasn't hitting anything over an eight iron. So that, that also, so there's different factors, but nonetheless, 78, um, it will not happen again for a decade. I'm sure. And I actually need to do it on a, on a course worth a damn. AJ, did they open the course in Whitefish yet? Um, I, to be honest, I don't know. They were supposed to on the 15th of April and I haven't driven up there yet. I'm avoiding it because I can't go yet. When it's golf season, it's golf season. You don't just sit on your porch like a goon. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog, AJ. Go see if the course is open. Yeah, I just have not had time. <laughs> I have uh, like a whole family here. <laughs> speaking of speaking of um, not worth a damn and not a whole lot of time, and someone who's going to have a whole lot of time uh, is Daryl Sutter. He has been let go. In Calgary as the head coach, I actually was really surprised to see this happen just based on what we heard after um, they let Tree Living go. And there are some very telling – you weren't surprised? Spencer's shaking his I'm head. I'm surprised like, they yeah, took this I thought long. it was happening like the day did, they were not in the playoffs anymore. Did you Agreed. see Did you see Maloney's comments? The trade deadline. No. So – Here's here's what Maloney said. I interviewed 25 players, coaches, coaching staff, training staff, spoke to prominent agents who represent key players on our team, and it became clear to me that we needed a new voice to guide us forward. Yeah, so he just seemed like shocked? he didn't care. Well, and nobody on his team liked him. <laughs> like you just yeah, said, the so 25 like A and people B. on the team were like, Get this guy the fuck out of here. <laughs> and you're, and you're yeah, shocked. Back to the farm, sir. <laughs> yeah. Like, God knows hockey. No, no. He may not. He just, like, was – he wanted to go back to the farm. He's sorry. I just thought they would have done it sooner. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought it would I thought it would happen the day after they fired Treeley. That's that's where the shock value is, is that it didn't happen sooner, is that it, is that it took this Spoiler. long. But, okay, it, it, is it, though? Because he says – this is again qu- quoting uh, Maloney. You don't want to make it the inmates are running the asylum, so to speak. But the players had some real observations in how their minds we should move forward. It was just one piece of the puzzle. It was really the whole evaluation was the entire organization, both inside and outside. But that is clearly the players did not like him or his coaching style or his system whatsoever. Yeah, but all that all that he's saying is like, hey, we thought that getting rid of one piece was going to make the difference, but it didn't. And now we still got to clean, but we got to clean the whole house. So all that that guy's doing is covering his ass from a business standpoint. They, he probably wanted to keep him because he's he probably still has to pay him. Right. Like <laughs> now, now he's got to so. pay him and then he's got to pay another head coach. And like, that sucks. <laughs> so from a business standpoint, it doesn't shock me at all that they tried to make it work, but from a hockey standpoint, it's like should have fired him the day they were eliminated from the playoff contention. Because as soon as you're fired, like I, I don't know, in the NHL, you guys will know more than me. If you if you have a head coaching vacancy, you can start looking immediately, right? Yeah, they can, oh, hire, yeah. So, they can hire somebody tomorrow. So, like to me, it doesn't make any sense why you would hold on to somebody unless, like, even if you were eighty percent on him, like get rid of him at that point and find, start searching for something. Yeah, I don't you know. think there was any question that the players didn't like him at any point. So I don't understand, like, why do you have to go through all the season-ending meetings with the players? Be like, 
Oh, so yeah, they don't like no. You you know you they don't like it. <laughs> yeah, if anything, it, like it just shows the that there's just absolute like just, yeah. What's going on in confusion? Calgary, I think is the like, better question. It's hockey, like Canadians yeah. are supposed to like hockey. <laughs> this guy's just like I've been watching <laughs> basketball the whole time. <laughs> now, it, what do you guys think about this though? With the whole saddle dome being torn down and they're building a new new stadium. They, they're going to, they got to hire like a new young gun, right? I mean, there's gotta be some swag coming. Like there's yeah, gotta be probably, a little yeah. bit of innovation coming in there. Well, yeah, but also they've got to, I mean, he just bowed to the, as, as his own words, the inmates are running the asylum. Uh, so like, He's got to find no, somebody. No, he said that he said the inmates aren't running the asylum. And then he said, he but wanted to make that clear. What did he say? He said the inmates aren't running the asylum, but which cancels out whatever you said right before it. <laughs> Very true. So, Very true. what I don't think is going to happen though is I don't think it's somebody like from their age oh, that no. they're going to bring up or something. I think it's. it's I do think it's someone young, recognize. but I think it's someone outside. Yeah, Spencer, who do you think it is? That's a I tough don't know. question. Former, it's going to be a former player, I think. Do you think okay, a do former you th- player gets a chance? Ooh, question. Oh, Steve no, no, Ott. Uh, yeah, I was that. I was just gonna pull. I that was gonna name say, out. do you think Steve? Do you think a guy like Steve Ott? Because he is. He's been touted as like the next up and coming guy. He's a he players coach. You know, St. Louis is in the shithole. Why does he want to stay there? They're not. They're, you know, they're they're shit packing everybody too. They gave him the boot. Oh, they let him go. They let they let go all the assistants. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, no. That I, 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 that's literally the name I was just gonna say. I just, yeah, Steve it, Ott. It was on the tip of my tongue. Steve Ott makes Steve Ott makes a lot of sense up there because I like that because he's okay. He's one of my favorite Dallas stars of all time. He is the the ultimate shit stirrer. You needed somebody to get somebody riled up on the other team. It was like Otter, you're up, and he. It did. Ma- there would be guys that would go in interviews and boldly say there's no way Steve Ott can get under my skin and the next game they're slashing him and taking unsportsmanlike penalty. It is he was like the epitome of the instigator. But I feel like that's kind of how that team it's they need a it's almost like they need a younger version of Sutter. Like a hard like a hard style, like a gritty style, but not a hard ass coach. I mean your top players Hoover Dooby Doo I don't think he plays well under. I don't think he plays well under that kind of coach. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not that. Not the kind of coach. This the 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 style of game, like a gritty Philadelphia style of game, but a but a soft, but a softer, like a more players coach. I feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of the mesh that team because they have guys like Kadri that they rely on heavily on they, their defense. Their key defenseman is Uyghur, who's a big. You know, big puck moving defenseman, but you know, a lot of times he does get beat on slow footed plays from the corner and things like that. So his his game is pin and push and things like that. So maybe we'll see. We'll see. AJ, if you had to pick Deadpool or Snoop Dogg, who do you want to buy the Ottawa Senators? Because Snoop Dogg has all of a sudden his name in the hat, and he wants to change the team name to the Ottawa Marijuanas, which I would be all for. What a what a question. The do I prefer to have the guy who kills people as an actor or the guy who has killed people? Uh, <laughs> uh, I I think okay, God damn it. I think I'd rather have Ryan Reynolds, but like 
Snoop Dogg getting into hockey is Snoop. Everything Snoop Dogg touches turns to gold, right? So like he is on bit commercials. Like he, he hangs out with Martha Stewart. Like I think that it would either way would be fine. But I think that Canada, like for the sake of Canada, it needs to be Ryan Reynolds. Cause can you imagine if Snoop Dogg just buys it and it's just, Oh yeah, we're now the, the Ottawa marijuanas. And by the way, <laughs> We don't actually care about winning the cup. We just want to smoke a bowl. <laughs> I, th- I think. I think at this point, though, they would. What they both touch turns to gold because you look at what Wrexham just oh, did. Yeah. I mean, th- they secured a promotion in their first season with them as owners, and they're fully invested in that team. And he's fully invested as a sports fan. Oh yeah. So Spencer, what do you think about this? Do you think it is from a business perspective? Do you think it's better for Ryan Reynolds and from a, just a hawk from a growing the game of hockey is it Snoop Dogg I because it's Ottawa I think it's Ryan Reynolds it's I be. think it's better for the game of hockey right now just because of actually what he did in Wrexham and the eyes that him getting that will get on the game even in a different country because of his involvement in a different sport in a different country I do think Snoop coming to the game would be absolutely massive and a great thing. I don't think Ottawa is the place to do it for him, though. I don't. Yeah. I. I just don't. I don't think that's the best fit. I don't think Snoop Seattle, and Ottawa. What, are Seattle best makes fit. more sense, or Portland if they're if they're yeah. going to do an expansion team and they're think Portland would, or Houston. Yeah. If H-Town. we're really if we're really talking expansion, yeah. like Houston would make way more sense for that group to come into. If, because I mean, three white guys talking about this might be a little weird, but Snoop has come out and said he wants to bring hockey back to the black community. That was one of the things he said when he wants to get into this ownership group. And if you want to talk about Atlanta, Houston, like the Southern area, that's a better place to do it than Ottawa. Yeah, but they're not going to do it. They're not going back to Atlanta. It's going to be, I'm just saying, I'm saying the South and those cities could all kind of, you know, rally around Houston. They're not going to go back to Atlanta, and they're. Mm-hmm. They, I don't think they. To be honest with you, I don't think they would ever do Quebec City. Just no. based on, just based on, I don't think that would work. The Canadian dollar is not no, strong enough. They've already, they've already pretty much said that the two places it would be would be Houston and or Portland. Houston would most likely be the relocation of the Phoenix Coyotes. Portland would be an expansion team if they wanted to. Portland's not getting a team. It would yeah. either be Kansas City or Houston, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's going to be Kansas City. And it's because Kansas City is growing so fast. And Portland... Those would be my top two options. Portland, Portland, we... No, but we won't even... We won't talk about yeah. Portland. Portland okay, doesn't well, need anything. There's your there's your unexpected <laughs> expansion, series, uh, expansion uh, segment. It's either going to be Houston or Kansas City. You heard it here on the Flowscape Podcast. Um, it's going to be one of the two, but yeah, those, I, I would, I would, I would say you are correct. Houston makes a little bit more sense as far as an ownership group coming from Snoop Dogg. Um, and as far as just the roots of the game and based on where he's from, Ottawa does make, and again, he, loves it. he is Canadian, yeah. right? Ryan Reynolds is yeah. Canadian. Well, he, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's been so, a yeah, Senators fan. No, that makes way more sense. He's been sense. a Senators fan yeah, for his entire like a, life. So it's like, yes, yeah, yes, please buy it. And like, yeah, I think, um, I think Snoop Biden would be sweet, but like, <laughs> Snoop's fun. But man. Snoop's fun, but I think Ryan Reynolds makes more sense. Um, what doesn't make sense is a lot of the shit that happened in these fucking game sevens yesterday. 
it, it a lot of this just doesn't it's it's crazy um quick elimination update <laughs> fucking florida beat boston president's take trophy take down the champs president's trophy winners best nhl uh record of all time most points of all time um just we'll get into that but florida takes down boston we had toronto take down tampa bay AJ and I both had Boston winning that series. Obviously, that didn't work out. AJ and I both had Toronto winning that series. And then we had Carolina take down the Islanders. AJ and I both had Carolina. And then the one game still left is going on currently right now, and that is Game 7, New Jersey, and the New York Rangers, in which I had the Rangers in 7. AJ had the Devils in 7. So one of us is getting bent over tonight. No spit, no lube, sandpaper finish. Then in the West, we had Dallas take care of Minnesota. Both of us had Dallas. We both, unfortunately, had Colorado. Uh, I don't think anybody saw that one coming either uh, before the series started um, with Seattle taking down the defending Stanley Cup champions. And then um, we had Vegas beating Winnipeg. Both AJ and I had Vegas. And then I had L.A., God damn you, Stu. AJ had Edmonton. Um, so we did pretty well in our picks there. We did pretty well in our picks. There's our, our the series updates. Now the game sevens. Um, the Boston-Florida game. The, the fucking NHL is rigged. I don't even want to get into that segment yet. It's just fucking rigged, man. Because Boston was not in that game at all until this, they started fucking calling every little thing they could on Montour. It was like the pe- the three penalties on Montour, boom, 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 boom. Uh, Spencer, is, is it rigged? What the fuck is, what the fuck is that? Because I don't even think it should have gone to overtime. Yeah, I don't really understand why the refs feel the need to be so involved in game. This I don't know if they were told prior wild. to the, the to get nitpicky if a game gets – Well, you so know, if a team gets down, call the other momentum. team closer. But, yeah. It's unbelievable. I don't. Yeah, I don't. They need to kind of put their. It's not playoff hockey. Well, they're not letting them play playoff and it's, hockey. It'd be one thing if they like were nitpicky the whole fucking game, or let them play the whole game. But it's like inside the same period, they're either being nitpicky or they're letting them play. And yeah, it's in waves. They're either like all like for a five minute period, they're like we're gonna call everything, and then they're like, okay, now we can play for ten minutes. But five minutes left, nope, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's been kind of weird. I, I just it just like. When you go back and watch that game, it, it was completely dominated by Florida. And literally until the, the special teams started coming into play, it was completely dominated by Florida. Listen, referees, I've said it once. I'll say it again. I don't want to fucking hear from you. I don't want to see you. I don't pay money. I don't fucking pay my Hulu bill to fucking hear you and watch you. Get fucking bent. Okay. This is soft shit. This this is like watching these NHL playoffs is like fucking playing in Israel. It is so fucking soft. It is absolutely ridiculous. And it's it's not what playoff hockey is. Literally two years ago, before the bubble, you would you would tell somebody about go watch playoff hockey and it would it would they would almost casual hockey fans would almost think it was too like it, this is too much. Right, but it's what set the game apart from everything else. Now it's just fucking baby shit soft. I mean, you get playoff hockey; it was no blood, no foul, and that's the that was the best part about it. I mean, as long as guys weren't getting hurt, and you know, 
it wasn't out of line. I was like, oh, let's just let him play. But now it's like, well, there, that's a little bit of a hook. It's between the hands. Like, yeah, just no, just let him go. That being said, Boston should have never have let it get to that point. You fucking won 60 plus games. You won 60 plus games and you wasted it all. You waste that's a waste of a fucking season. It is a and waste of a three, season. And up 3 1, up 3 1, and lose three in a row. It's the most Boston thing ever. Did they lose three in a row all season? <clears throat> Just like the Patriots in 07. <laughs> It's 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 insane. It's it's just here's you know what you don't win the. Cup. But why'd you pull your goalie? Why'd you pull like he got you That's, there? He got you there the whole I time. I love Monty. <clears throat> I love Monty, but he might have he might have outsmarted himself. It just doesn't. You know what I mean? Sense. Like that. Like I know. It, I know. Uh, I probably would have gone the sway, man. I know. I know he got smoked in the last in his last outing, but like he's your guy. You made it clear that he's your guy. You said it's 1A and 1A2, but it's not because if it was, he would have started sooner, and he didn't. So all you did was say, hey, our guy doesn't have it anymore. But, Spencer, you said you would go to Swayman. Why? I, I think they, they had already lost two. They needed to change something. You already that, have your it's lineup. It's just as simple as, it's just as, simple yeah, as that. I, they it, you know, that, that, that's it. You've already lost two. You've got to change something. I If if you've, you've already proven – I mean, yes, that is their starter, but you said all season that we're fine going to this other guy. Both goalies clearly love each other. You show, I mean, they do that stupid jump and hug after every game no matter who's playing. So, so clearly there's no goalie <laughs> controversy on that team. It's just a matter of they picked one guy, but that guy lost two games. So I think you had to change something. I agree with AJ on this one. I think you, I think you fucking ride Olmark. He's a Vesna winner. I don't care if you have one in 1A or 1A and 1B, if you have a Vesna winning goalie, you 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 ride him, especially game seven. He wasn't he's not he wasn't hurt. There's nothing wrong with him. He had a couple off games. You do we know that to, well, though? Because I yeah, mean we don't he almost sat out game one. Do we but really we know do. if he was a hundred? They said that he almost sat out game one because the whole team had like the a flute like a bug. So he if then if if that comes out, then that's a different story. If that comes out, that's a different story. If he had like a pulled growing, or if he had, then that's a completely totally. different story. Because fucking Bergeron bug, was playing with a herniated that's disc. That's what I'm saying. Is like I thought yeah. like er, earlier in the games, or er, er, the earlier games that he was he lost, he didn't look like himself. But the whole team was fighting, being sick. So I'm sick. I'm like, he's probably healthy, and you sat him because he had two bad games while he was sick. And <clears throat> if you're if you're our Vesna winning, like if you're that good. You're pissed, and you're ready to go show that you're that you're that good. I mean, here's a perfect example: is Grubauer, Bronk, <laughs> Yavs kicked him to the curb, and he was just angry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we might as well we might as well get into that. AJ, what happened to your fucking abs? Wait, no, hold nothing. on. Before we get to that, I think we got to give Berger on some stick taps because I think that's going to be the last time we see him. Oh, that's oh Spencer, Spencer's call. Should we get him on the Flow Skate podcast and he can officially retire on the Flow Skate podcast? Does anybody? I have think his it's number? only fair. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll reach out to. I actually have a. You know, I'll reach out to some people. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, Spencer, you reach out um, through your your uh, connects, and um, we'll 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 try to get Patrice on for an interview um, and see if he wants to um, tell everyone he's hanging them up or. And make that official on on the flow skate. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I think I don't think he would mind doing something like that for us. 
if it's true, if it's true, it could it could not well, be. He's it got does. nothing else to prove. He's, he's got cups. He's got gold medals. He's going to end up in a front office. What does he have to do on the ice still? Yeah, he doesn't. At, at this point, why you would want to play through a herniated disc again, because something like that is most likely just going to keep it's it comes out every year. Um, you know, yeah, he's he's a first ballot. If if Dustin Brown has a statue, give fucking Patrice Berger on a statue. I mean, oh, easy, easy, yeah, easy, I mean, easy. I mean, he will be invited to the White House probably in an hour. But uh, Dustin Brown statue note. So my uh, my sister went to the LA game. Send me a picture of that statue. That designer needs to be fired. It looks absolutely nothing like Dustin Brown. That's how most cast. You had never seen the man. It's like, what are you That's doing? That's how most of those you, cast heard, you also you also heard it here on the Flowskate. Spencer's calling for the head of the guy that designed <laughs> the Dustin Brown statue outside. No, outside I'm calling of LA out the Coliseum. head of the Dustin Brown statue. Just the head. Calling that out. Spencer is not a fan of the head. We, you heard it here. Oh, but anyways, AJ, what happened to your abs? Give us, give us a little, give us a little breakdown here. <laughs> ran out of gas. Parts kept falling off. <laughs> We're driving down the highway and like lug nuts are flying. <laughs> like, uh, well, it was the the excuse train is like it was the shortest off season that we could have ever had with it only being three months and a month of it partying and people not having a chance to recover. Uh, Landy not being able to come back is obviously huge, but. Uh, I think the nail in our coffin was Nuke getting caught with some hookers in Seattle. That kind of sucks. <laughs> we just lost all the gas from there. And then, uh, I don't know. I think that Seattle played, like, if you're going, the only way that you could beat the Avs is to play the way that Seattle did. So props to them. They didn't, it wasn't like it was a, there wasn't any game that really was like a blowout game in either, either side of it. And, Seattle played a better series. Spencer, what's your take on the series as 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 the resident Kraken fan? I think it was a bad matchup for the Abs. I think on paper you look at the Abs and you're like, well, these are better players. Uh, you know, one by one, this is a better team. But Seattle outworked them. They, they, I, it's a weird stat because you know, obviously, series have to go seven games, but they're the second team in NHL history to score the first goal in every game. Yeah, that sucks. And. So I mean, if you're if Colorado has to chase every game, yeah, and Game Six was the only game that the first power play was for the Avs. Um, but I think I think missing their captain, missing Landy, I think that was just I I and I it's weird. I don't really understand what happened there because it feels like he was going to come back, and I think because of that, they didn't do enough at the trade deadline to probably fill the hole that was going to be left by him. Because, I mean, I think they would have gone for, you know, an O'Reilly or, you know, someone someone to fill that gap to, to make the playoff run. Well, I've heard rumors that they might be trying to go after O'Reilly again to get him to come back here after he's done in Toronto. But um, I, I, I don't think they went after anybody because we were getting people back off the <laughs> – we were getting big people back healthy. And, like, if we had Darren Helm and we had – Nachuskin, and we had uh, Cogliano healthy, then we have our our back our back lines that score. Like you lose those, you zero one point. I think it was combined uh, for the last three lines, 
all series. Like you can't win an NHL playoff series and not get any scoring from your deaf players, period. Like that's just, it doesn't, you could be the best team in hockey. <laughs> and and if you're only scoring when Nate Dog's on the ice, then you're never going to win. Yeah, your second and third lines are your most important lines throughout the playoffs because your first lines are going to have to battle, you know, the other first through line. getting shut down. Through, yeah, you know, having having defensive forwards come out there. Yeah. So if you can't get your second and third lines to score, you can't win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, and I mean, and I've said it in our in the group chat over and over again. I think Alex Newhook, if he scored twice in this series, we would have won the series because it, he is that like he's in that much of a slump. He's just playing himself out of a role a hundred percent. But like if he scored the momentum on the bench would have changed because he is a, he's a locker room guy. And I think it would have made a huge difference, but I mean, it didn't happen. So the Kraken are moving on and we, I'm a Dallas fan. We talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome aboard, buddy. Welcome aboard. But Spencer and I, Spencer Mason and I spoke about that last episode when we we said, Spencer, remember we talked about the difference it makes having a guy who's been there, done that, right? Yeah. Who and we specifically talked about Seattle having Schwartz. Now, it a, a lot of the Avs had been there, done that as a team, right? But they were missing that key guy who had been there and done that with you know what I mean. They were missing that little that little piece to the puzzle of that been there done that, right? And uh, when you get a young team, when you get a young feisty team who hasn't been there done that, but they have a leader like Jaden Schwartz who has, and he's kind of leading the way, and they're hungry. You you can get exactly what we got, and that's that's that was an upset of a defending champion. Um, but you know, uh, nonetheless, I don't know if I would say that it's that they, uh, didn't have the guy who'd been there, done that as much as they had the guys going through the, that had been there, done that and were tired and they just didn't have going the, through the grieving process. The this stages are hitting you differently. It's this, you, you're, you are now in the denial phase. I think there's, they're still just too young to play that amount of hockey. Yeah, in two seasons. They're just not, I, think, I, I, I've said it like Tampa was better, better suited for a back-to-back run than Colorado was. Yeah, I don't. And the thing with Landy, it like it sucks, but it's like I'd rather him be able to play someday again than just like may, yeah. maybe play a couple games in the playoffs. And it's it all goes yeah. back to when he got cut in the playoffs in the bubble. Yeah, it seems like it seems like the it seems like the buck stops there um, with the Avs is when it comes to Landeskog. Now we need we will move into. Um, our next segment here, but before we do, I need to do something. Um, and I, I got a new hat, um, so I need to put that on, but I have to take my headphones off. I'm a little worried. Give me a second. I was uninformed of this. <laughs> okay, so I've, in honor of Christopher Peterson Mason. I do have, if you are watching on the YouTube, I do have my tinfoil hat on. Um, this is our new segment, Peterson's Premeditated Probing, sponsored by Kim Jong Bettman. This is the conspiracy theories. This is where Mason gets to all let it fly. Unfortunately, Ron DeSantis would not let him be with us today. Uh, Mason had to do some extra work for him down at Disney World. But here's the deal. Now, again, AJ, you've got over the ear 
headphones. I've got over the ear headphones plus a tinfoil hat. So our ears are protected from both Mason and Gary Bettman's dongs. Spencer, you are in the danger zone. So make sure make sure no dongs leak into those earbuds. The league is sponsored by DraftKings. If you need to go to bed on a conspiracy theory tonight, you can go to bed on this. They are pushing overs and they are pushing games to go longer in order for more prop bets and money to be made on the league. They put the goal banner for the Florida Panthers on the scoreboard be 10 seconds before they scored a goal. 10 seconds before they scored a goal. They put the banner for the goal up on the scoreboard. For who? I do like on the on TV or like at the arena. Because if it's on TV, then like that doesn't mean shit. Some intern pushed the button mm-hmm. too soon. It does it. Spencer, <laughs> dude, Stitch is bamboozled. TV Stitch doesn't know what to say. TV, about. <laughs> TV's messed up all the time. The, the Chiron on TV is has errors in it all day long. So like having the score banner on. An ESPN broadcast who, by the way, ESPN has literally, they've got the rights to the NA, broadcast the NHL and just have taken a dump on all of it. Um, so Wait, hold, hold on. This is the conspiracy segment. You are not allowed to try to debunk the conspiracy I'm theory, not. Sir. I'm just asking, you? what the, like, was it in the stadium or was it on TV? Because that makes a big difference. <laughs> I don't think it makes a difference. I don't think it makes a difference at all. But I think, and we all know, deep down in our hearts, that Gary Bettman watches these games from a Buffalo Wild Wings. Or, no, actually, take that back. There's no way that fucker goes to public. I think, okay, like Richie Rich. Remember Richie Rich when all the kids go to his mansion for the first time and the kid's like, you have a McDonald's? And he's like, yeah, man. I think Gary Bettman has a Buffalo Wild Wings in his mansion. And he like he's got his own personal waitresses and bartenders, and he goes there and he watches these games, and he's just got he's just button mashing like it's nineteen ninety nine Street Fighter in a freaking skating rink. I don't know. It, it's, I, I, <laughs> again, you are not allowed to debunk the conspiracy theory segment. This is for the people who cannot sleep. At I was going to say it's a probably a taco theory. bell, not a buffalo wild. So. <laughs> That is that is <laughs> Peterson's premeditated probing, sponsored by Kim Jong Bettman. Speaking of overs, let's talk. About, let's talk a little gambling here. Let's talk a little gambling here. Now we have a couple buddies. Uh, we have a couple very good buddies um, who do quite a bit of gambling, and by quite a bit of gambling, I mean quite a bit of gambling. Um, I think Mikey at one point was betting on cricket being played in the Philippines at two thirty in the morning, and I, I, Spencer, am I lying? Can confirm. Yep. I, like he literally was was betting on Filipino cricket at two thirty in the morning. Listen, we want to give some picks to you guys because if we're gonna make some money, we want you to make some money. And here's the thing: everybody rides or nobody rides. Okay, we all know that saying. Everybody rides. All right, so everybody rides. So for tonight, unfortunately, if you didn't check the Instagram, you wouldn't have got the picks for tonight. But for tonight, Rangers money line and under. He had Rangers money line and the under. I am double checking the Instagram. Just to confirm as we speak, yes, Rangers money line under five and a half. That was Mikey's picks for today. Now, as you are listening to this on Tuesday, Mikey's picks for tonight, he has the Leafs money line, the Leafs money line, and he has the Dallas Seattle under five and a half. Leafs money line, Dallas Seattle under five and a half. 
I will throw out one for you, and I am on the other side of that train, and I am on the Dallas money line. So Mikey's picks for tomorrow, Leafs money line, Dallas, Seattle, under five and a half. I've got Dallas money line. We will see where that ends up. Everybody rides or nobody rides. Either you're on it or you're not. If you're not betting, that's fine. But if you are betting, please gamble responsibly. We don't need anybody putting up a mortgage based on what the Flowscape podcast gave them for gambling picks. Boys, what's going on with the game? Where are we at, Rangers? Devils. 0-0, uh, zero, zero, about six minutes left in the first. Refs are heavily involved. Why? Why? I, you know, and I can't say to the status of the calls, but every time I look up, someone's on the power play. Is it going, but is it like both ways? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. So far, I, yeah. I, here's, okay, here. Consistency is what it matters. If, That's the thing that drives me nuts. If you're, but if you're going to, if you're going to fucking call everything, call everything on both fucking teams. The whole game. It might just, <laughs> the whole game, not for one period, the whole game, not for five minutes, not for fucking 10 minutes. Just do it the whole fucking game. It's like they get into these spurts of five to ten minutes or a period and a half of just calling everything, yeah. and then they stop. Or they, it's it's fucking wild. That is where we will end this episode. We love you. We appreciate the support. Um, listen, I'm listening. Yes, we are listening. We are listening. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you two fuckers were listening. Uh, listen, give us a follow on Instagram at the Flowscape Podcast. YouTube videos are live um, everywhere. Um, Jesus, this hold hold the fuck on. It's this goddamn tinfoil hat. Hold on. He's cooking his brain. Jeez, I'd rather have dongs in my ears. Um, okay. <laughs> So that being said, this is where, that okay. is where we will end the episode today. That was the Flowscape Podcast, episode six. Peace out, baby. Later.